0: Welcome to this week's episode of Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. My name is James, and it's so good to have you this day. Pray that things are going well for you today. Hey, what's your motivation? What is your motivation when you're doing what you're doing? What's your motivation to get out of bed, get out of the house, to accomplish the things that you do? We're going to be talking about that a little bit in just a moment or two, what our motivation is and what should come from our motivation. Quick little devotional for you on that from 1 Peter chapter 4 uh, this day. We pray that you're doing well and uh, so thankful for each and every one of you. If you're new, uh, we give out a weekly devotion uh, every Wednesday, so 20 minutes or less, sometimes 22 if I'm honest, but it's a lot shorter than my sermons. Uh, You could ask my church about that, and our aim here is just to help you have a healthy your walk with Jesus. That is all we're trying to do is just to help you grow in your walk with Jesus. Maybe encourage you, strengthen you, something along those lines. And so we, we pray that it is a blessing to you. And uh, if you want to connect with us, you can do so at guardingthewell at gmail.com. You could send us an email there. That's all one word, guardingthewell at gmail.com. And uh, if you're listening to this podcast, which If you're hearing my voice, you're listening to it. I'm going to have an announcement in just a few weeks about something I'm excited about doing. Uh, it's not another book, but I do have one of those on the radar, uh, but it is something else that I'm going to try adding uh, on a weekly basis, and so hopefully uh, you could join us for that announcement in probably a week or two. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get that announcement out to you, and uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, kind of scared about it as well, but that's usually how things like this go, and so hopefully you could join us for that announcement, but uh, we're going to be looking at 1 Peter chapter 4, and I'm going to read here verses 7 to 11, and I'm just going to talk to you about a couple things to this day uh, that hopefully will encourage you and help you to just move closer with Jesus and just to live more for Jesus. Peter writes this, the end of all things is near, therefore be clear-minded and self-controlled so that you can pray. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each one of you should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, he should do it as one speaking the very words of God, If anyone serves, he should do it with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ, to him be glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So I started this off with a question, and what that is, is what's your motivation? Why do you do what you do? For many of us, if we're honest, we're going to say, well, my motivation is maybe my spouse, maybe it's my children, maybe it's, well, I really want to go on vacation, and so I'm, that's motivating me to save money. Maybe it's, I want to get out of debt so I could stop paying all these bills every month, and motivation changes. Maybe for some of you, you looked in the mirror and go, yep, yeah, I, I need to stop eating the candy, and so we have different motivations, but for many of us, those motivations change depending on the season of life we're in, depending on what is going on in our lives, depending on you know, the, the health of our spouse, the health of us, or, or whatever the case may be. But there is something that should be motivating us every single day of our lives and what that is, and and Peter actually gives it to us here, and I, I believe this is one of the main motivating factors in the early church that we find in the scriptures. Peter talks about it. Paul talks about it. John talks about it. It's all over the place, and this motivation actually changed their lives. It actually fueled them to live Christ out in their lives, and what that is is this. Their motivation is that Jesus could come back at any any point in time. At any minute, Jesus could come back. And that is what motivated Peter, Paul, John, and the like in the early church to live in a far different way than we live. And what I mean by that is just living for Christ. That seems to be, in many areas, a lot different than we do today. They just seem to have more of a passion because they were living with the motivation that Jesus could come back whenever. And Peter kind of mentions that here in verse 7. He says, the end of all things is near. And, you know, we can go off in a whole bunch of different directions with that, but we're not going to do that. But Peter says, the end of all things is near. And that word near that Peter uses, he's not talking about giving a date or something along those lines. That word near is just speaking to that the end is getting nearer and nearer. Uh, Another way of saying what Peter says there in verse 7 is, we are one day closer to the return of Jesus today than when we were yesterday. And so whatever day you're listening on this podcast to, the the return of Jesus is one day closer than it was yesterday. So when you're eating breakfast yesterday, when you're eating this podcast, listening to this podcast today, the return of Jesus is now closer. And that's what Peter that's all Peter is trying to get across there. That Jesus can return anytime he wants to and it is closer every single day that is really mind-boggling if you sit back and just start to think about that and so peter's going okay jesus can come back whenever it's going to be really close It, it could be soon it could be longer all I'm saying is it's near. And he goes, because of that, he goes, therefore, he says, the end of all things is near. Therefore, in light of the return of Jesus, let the return of Jesus motivate you to do something. And he gives us three things that I just want to lay at your feet today and hopefully challenge, maybe encourage you to do so more. Be motivated by the return of Jesus to do these things. And the first thing he says is, therefore, be clear minded. And self-controlled so that you can pray. And the first thing that the return of Jesus should motivate you and I to do is pray. That because Jesus can return at any given point in time, you and I should be praying more and more and more. But there's a couple things before that word prayer in that verse. Peter says, therefore be clear-minded and self-controlled. Now, these two words are kind of close in relationship if you wanted to define them. Uh, But the word clear-minded, it speaks to having your mind sound right. Uh, The opposite of this word would be crazy or or mad. Um, And so when when our mind is is self-controlled, when it's balanced, if you would, in a good state, uh, that helps us to be self controlled in our thoughts and in our actions, all right? And so maybe if you read in your Bible, it may even say serious and watchful. And so P- Peter is telling us to be serious and watchful when we pray. And here's the thing about prayer that I wanted to touch on with you today. And I wrote this note in my Bible. And I'll I'll literally read the note for you that I wrote in my Bible. It says, can't pray when mind is full and we're out of control. You see, you and I, we struggle with prayer when our mind is out of control. And what I mean by that is that we're just thinking that our mind is just full And there's stuff racing all over the place. And literally, our minds are like an amusement park, just stuff going all over the place. It's really hard to pray when our our minds are like that. We'll sit down to pray, but you know what we end up doing? Thinking. Do you know that thinking and prayer are different? If you say you're going to pray for somebody and you just think about them, well, you didn't pray about them. You thought about them. And thinking and praying is different. Thinking is when we sit down to pray, and all of a sudden we just start thinking about our to do list. We start thinking about that person, and we start thinking about that over there. And our mind is just racing, but we never actually sit down and talk to God about the things going on in our lives and the people that are struggling. And Peter said, You know what? Jesus is going to come back soon. And you need to be self-controlled, that your your mind needs to be balanced. Your mind needs to be in the right place so that you could be praying more and more. So how's your prayer life today? Is your prayer life not so good because your mind is just out of control? And I'm not saying in a sinful way. It's just life is full at times. Maybe what you need to start doing, and this might be helpful, this is coming for, before the Lord going, Lord. I want to pray, and I want to talk to you, and I want to build this relationship with you, but my mind is awfully full. Every time I sit down to pray with you, my mind just goes all over the place, and I don't know what to do. Can you help me with that? Can you help me to focus in upon you and calm my mind so that I can pray? That would be a great place to start, and the return of Jesus hopefully would act as a motivation to do that. But that's not the only thing that Peter calls us to in light of the return of Jesus. What Peter says in the next verse, he goes, okay, Jesus is coming back. And so in verse 8, he goes, above all, love each other deeply. uh, Really? Yeah. We're called to love each other deeply. And the motivation that we have in that, and there's a lot of it, but we'll just stick to the text that we have here today. Our motivation to love each other is that Jesus could come back at any moment. There are some times where I, I, I think, when I'm yelling at the car in front of me that just cut me off, I'm thinking, what if Jesus returned right now while I'm yelling at the person who cut in front of me? I'm like, how how would that you know, what would what would Jesus say about that? Or when you're in a grocery store in like the month of December, and uh, I worked in a grocery store. For many years. December is not the time to work in a grocery store. People are just different. We'll just say different. And you're upset because the people are just hitting you with shopping carts and everything along those lines, and you're getting all mad. And what if Jesus returned right then? You probably wouldn't be happy. Like, oh, Jesus, couldn't you wait until I got in the parking lot? And that's a whole nother story. But we're told because Jesus could return at any moment, That the end of all things is near. That it's closer now than it was yesterday. To love each other deeply. And that word deeply, it it could be the word fervent. And it means straining to reach a goal. It, It speaks of a horse in a full gallop. It speaks to an athlete stretching, giving all they have to reach the goal. Peter calls us, because Jesus can return at any moment, we need to love others with the maximum effort that we have. I know, it doesn't sound fun, but that's what Scripture calls us to. Because can you imagine if you're loving someone with all the effort that you have and Jesus returns at that moment? What kind of testament would that be to Jesus and the work that He's done in your life? To love one another deeply, with the maximum effort. You may be listening today and maybe today hasn't gone really well for you. Maybe people have cut you off. Maybe people have been yelling at you in the grocery store. Maybe work has just been horrible today. Maybe home life has just been stressful and it's really hard for you to love people deeply right now. I hear you. I got you. We, we've all been there. You're not alone in that. But just remind, be reminded that Jesus can come back today if you wanted to. And it would be an amazing testimony to see for him to see you loving people with the maximum effort that you have. And Peter goes on to tell us, he goes, You know, love covers over a multitude of sin. And what Peter is saying here is that love stops sin from spreading all over the place. It, it speaks to love, not exposing dirty laundry out in public, but that in in love and with love, that the sin is worked out and privately with only those who need to be involved, that, 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 that this is covering is protective. The idea that Peter is trying to get across is that love covers, so not to, to harshly condemn or expose faults, but to forbear the burdens of others, forgiving and forgetting past offenses as God does with us. It's in love, forgiving and moving on, not bringing it up every time we have an open door that we're called to love like that, to love like Jesus does. But then he also tells us to love by offering hospitality. In that word, hospitality, it means to love the stranger, that we're to love other people, Uh, To have people over the house, to serve them in any ways that we can. And we're to do this without grumbling. Sometimes we love people, but we grumble while we're doing it. Like, oh, I have to help them. Why did we invite them over? Like, do we have to go over their house? Like, and so we'll love people, but then we'll grumble about it. And men are, men do this more than women. I will admit that. But Peter goes, no, stop. It was because Jesus can come back at any moment. We really need to love deeply. We need to love other people with the maximum effort that we have, and we need to do it without grumbling. You want to know why? Because Jesus doesn't grumble about him loving us. He doesn't grumble when he forgives us. He doesn't grumble when he gives us grace. He doesn't grumble when he's giving us wisdom and just showering us with his love and his blessings. We don't grumble about it. Just love them deeply. Love them deeply. And just do it the best that you can. And and a lot of people go, well, I don't have the love to love others with. Yes, you do. Because Paul tells us in Romans chapter five that God has poured out his love into us. That if you're a Christian, God has poured his love out into you, and God's love is unending. And so God is constantly pouring his love into you so that you have a constant supply of love to love other people with. God is not calling you to love others with the love that you and I have because, let's face it, our love is limited with people. We are, we are not good at loving people on our own. And so God goes, not only am I going to call you to love other people, I'm going to give you the love to love others with. And that is my love. He goes, show them my love. Give them my love and do it with a maximum effort because I can come back at any moment. And that's what we need to be doing. That's what we need to be doing. And I so hope that if I'm alive when Jesus comes, that he finds me loving somebody instead of yelling at them or grumbling about them. Because it would be such a better testament to him that would bring him more glory if he comes back and finds me loving somebody the way he's called me to. But Peter just doesn't tell us to pray because Jesus can come back any moment. He doesn't just tell us to love because Jesus can come back at any moment. He also tells us to serve one another. That's what he reads. Well, that's what Peter writes that we read. In verse 10, Peter says, Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others. If you're in Christ, Jesus has given you a gift, a spiritual gift, which is a whole bunch of other discussions. But... He has given you something to do, an enablement to serve others. You and I are called to serve others, and we're called to serve others in different ways. We'll be honest about that, but we're to serve other people. We're to use whatever God has given to us to serve other people, to be a blessing to them, to help the body of Christ, to glorify God in any ways that we can can do it. And Peter goes on to say, if we're speaking, so some of us serve other people with our words, maybe a pastor, maybe a teacher, uh, maybe a counselor. We're helping people, we're serving people with the words that we say. And so Peter says in verse 11, if anyone speaks, he should do it as one speaking the very words of God. I'm like, okay, so I need to serve people with the words of God, that my words imitate and follow and mimic and sound like the words of God. But then he also goes on to say, well, if anyone serves, he should do it with the strength God provides. And other people serve others by being there and helping them more at a, a, a physical capacity as opposed to serving with their words. And Peter says, if that's you, you need to serve them with the strength that God provides. And notice, God is going to give to you the words and or the strength that you need to serve others. You just need to step out and do it. Why? Because Jesus can return at any moment. Imagine Jesus returning and finding you serving somebody. Just pouring yourself out for them and in them. That would be an amazing thing. Amazing thing. And so you and I, we struggle with motivation. And one of the motivations that should be Prompting us every single day is the fact that every day you and I wake up could be the day that Jesus returns. Every Monday, you may hate going to work, but that Monday may be a day that Jesus returns. Maybe Wednesday, the day you struggle with, in the middle of your week, that day could be the day that Jesus returns. And because of that, it should motivate us to pray, it should motivate us to love, and it should motivate us to serve. What's your motivation? What's your motivation leading you to do? Is it leading you to glorify the Lord or no? We hope that this has been a blessing to you and gives you something to think about and help you to grow in your walk with the Lord. If you don't mind, uh, hit that like button. It really helps us out. And it's a blessing to me. It actually encourages me uh, to see uh, that this has been a blessing to you. And so if you don't mind, like this episode. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Just subscribe wherever you're following us. You could leave us a comment. Uh, You could connect with us at guardingthewell at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you don't mind, one of the great things you can do is share this with other people. And uh, we hopeful, hopefully you'll tune in in the next couple episodes as we're going to have a announcement for you that hopefully will be beneficial to you as well. And so we pray that you've had a great day and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. You take care.